The moment you give your life to Jesus, it was a game changing, not just a game changing, but a life changing because you were going this direction and because of Jesus, you ended up going in His direction, amen. And I just want you to consider today, at least be open to the possibilities of honour and how it can be a game changer in a believer's life. I believe honour can be a game changer in anybody's life, but more so for the child of God. Because honour is a big deal. Where there's honour, there will be loyalty. Loyalty is a good thing. Honour is a good thing. But if you're going to talk about honour, I guarantee not too far away, this thing called loyalty will exist. You'll never have someone who's good at honouring and be really disloyal. I find that if there's honour, you will find someone very close by called loyalty. And by the way, if these two things are around, someone else will be around and it's called faith. Because where there's honour, there's faith. Where there's faith, there's honour. Amen. Because we have a faith with Jesus, we trust Him. And when we honour Him, and what keeps us loyal is that the trust and the faith is in the right direction. You can be a loyal person. I know many people have got a strong sense of loyalty over their lives, but it's misused. I remember talking to my son a few years ago. He's 23 now. He's got a huge, I'm a very loyal person. I've got a strong, I, 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 it's just big on my life. I'm a loyal person. You want me as your friend. <laughs> I'm just saying that in a good way because I'm a loyal person. I'm a loyal person. And whether this is just biological in the DNA, the genes, I, I'm just saying that there's something about God is loyal. And whatever your upbringing, your birth, your biological upbringing is, at the end of the day, there's something as well that's by the Spirit. It's not just a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. And I remember saying, my son, you know, loyalty is a good thing. I see it on your life. But please be wise about where you express your loyalty. You can have loyalty in the wrong direction. You can misuse that loyalty and others can see it and get you into trouble. So even though you're loyal, you can express it the wrong way or in the wrong direction with the wrong company and find that they don't care about you being loyal. In fact, they will take advantage of your loyalty. And that was just a father's chat to the son and it's good and healthy. But what I am trying to say to you is, is that loyalty doesn't just work upwards. Loyalty works in every direction. Because honour is not just about honouring up. It's about honouring each other. So you call it 360 degree honour. Honour those who are above us. Honour those who are with us. Honour those who are coming behind us. So you could say honour is an incredible, game-changing quality for anyone's life. How much more for those who know Jesus? So I want to give you two stories from the Gospels. Um, because it's stories that really lean us into this whole idea of what honour can do for you or what honour can do when it's not there. So the absence of honour and the consequences of it. And I want to start with uh, Proverbs 24 verse 3 is a key verse here I wanted to go from. And that's, with wisdom, a house is built. With understanding, it is established. So yeah, you can understand wisdom about honour. You can have the wisdom that honours an important thing, but it's understanding how it can build your life and establish your life. And so that's what I want to try and achieve today is for all of us to really understand that honour, honour, honour. Not just honouring God, honouring each other, honouring the house of God, honouring the work of Jesus, honouring, 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 how it can be the game changer. 
And I think the easy way to say it is honour keeps you receiving. You want to be a person that receives from God? Honour God. You want to keep receiving from each other? Honour each other. And these are the things that we can, we can forget. Maybe there's things in your life that you want to materialise, but maybe honours or the lack of honour is actually causing you to not receive. Receiving is always going to come out of the fruit of honouring. So Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 6. Uh, it's going to come up on the screen. You can follow along with me. Jesus returned with His disciples to Nazareth, His hometown. The next Sabbath, He began teaching in the synagogues and many who heard Him were amazed. They asked, where did you get all this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Then they mocked, but He's just the carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James. Joseph, Judas, Simon and his sisters live here right amongst us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honoured everywhere except in his own hometown and amongst his relatives and his own family. And because of their lack of honour and unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles amongst them except to place his hand on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Again, very tragic that God Himself was there, ready to heal, ready to bless, ready to give, ready to lift, ready to change the circumstances, reverse the curse and bring the fragrance of heaven towards humanity. And because they could not see beyond their own belief, unbelief, they were able to get very little, if not nothing. Maybe, maybe for some people today, the reason not much is happening because there's such a lack of honour. And that's what we've got to look at and learn from is you can be so close and so familiar that you actually don't actually realise what it is or who it is. And that's why honour is such a game changer because it stops you being too familiar. It stops you taking people in your world for granted. Today is Joyce and I, it's our wedding anniversary, 29 years. Thank you. Thank you. Who is that? I don't recognize them. Now you know why I married her. Some of you are like, I don't know why I married him, but I know why I married her. And that cake, by the way, was delicious. Turn it off, get it off. <laughs> honour, honour, honour. In this relationship, honour the marriage. Honour each other. And so you can see how, how can you go the distance in anything? Honour. Do you know how to honour? Do you know how to honour every day? Do you know how to live a life of honour? And these are something that we can't ignore because it's going to cause you to receive. We see it in sports and it's easy. A game-changing moment and everyone's blessed by it. But you forget these game-changing moments by these individuals. They didn't get there for luck. There's an element of it, I guess, without getting too religious. But the point I'm making is, is they work hard to get where they are. And I'm just saying that if you and I would be willing to go all the way with God, not part-time faith or part-time Christianity, just all in. 
You know, if someone's dedicated to sports because there's something on their life or the belief that they could go to the Olympics or play for a major team, then you just admire, admire their dedication. You're like, wow, go for it. If someone's dedicated to education, they've got their master's or their PhD or they want to better their lives, you're like, yeah, I can see why you're working so hard. I can see that. But if someone dedicates their life to the work of Jesus, to the house of God, and they're actually giving a lot of time and energy to the things of God, we turn that into what's wrong with them. That's a cult. There's something strange about that. No, no, that's called devotion. Devotion comes from a personal relationship with Jesus, like a mother to a child. We've got to remember that this honour comes from a relationship of honour. God has honoured us. Therefore, we are the most honourable people alive. When you realise that God has honoured us, it's amazing how we can give honour because we've been loved, we can love. Because we've been forgiven, we can forgive. But in this story, we get an insight into how it can happen to all of us. We can take each other for granted. Oh, it's just him. Oh, it's just her. Oh, it's just Connie. Okay, it is Connie. But who is Connie? Who are you? <laughs> Daughter of the King, called by God set apart for eternal purposes, set apart for the King and for the Kingdom. Who's Priscilla? Who's Priscilla? I don't know, who are you? <laughs> I say that cautiously because a few years ago, we had a young man in church and uh, in London when Joyce and I were Hillsong London and his name was Afam. Afam was from Nigeria and he was one of the best guys in church. He, he worked in kids' church and kids loved him. He was actually an albino as well, and uh, so fair skin, and and he was just such a great blessing to our church. We became great friends, and um, tragically, our, um, he um, he passed away really young, and um, and he he uh, we still don't know today what really happened, but I know he had a big car, he had a, an accident, and I was at the first at the hotel, at the hospital to see him but he lived a couple more years and then he passed away just in his sleep one night and he's only a young guy but the reason I'm telling you this is because we actually didn't know who Afam was he was a Nigerian prince <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is because when he passed away and I was responsible for his funeral which is a very tough time when it's someone you know um, I found out there was a whole lot more to Afam that came with being a Nigerian prince and there was protocols and there was ceremonies and there was a whole a lot of things. And so what I'm saying to Priscilla is, is who are you Priscilla? I gotta be very careful how I treat you. <laughs> because you don't know where everyone comes from. We shouldn't be able to walk around and say, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? No, I don't know who you are. But the truth is honor speaks louder than you could ever imagine. And when it's in you, it will and it should come out of you. You need to live your life realizing God has honored you. When you realize you're the honored by the Father, you're honored by the King of Kings, you've been honored by your Heavenly Father, it is such a freedom to live from. And I would say it is a game changer because if you want to turn things around, start realizing how powerful honor is. And like I said, loyalty, faith, all of these things will be in the same proximity as honor.
Where there's honour, there will be loyalty. Where there's loyalty, there will be faith. But I really pray that we understand the power of honour in the right way. Don't honour the wrong things or the wrong, you know, honour starts with God. Because you receive from Him, it's untainted, it's unpolluted. And make sure that you're getting it like devotion, not in any other way, you know. And that's why a personal relationship with Jesus helps. But this is where they missed God because they were so familiar with the natural. You've got to learn that honour looks beyond the natural. And you can honour anyone. You can honour anyone. You can receive from anyone if you understand. I try to tell our team sometimes, you can learn from everyone but copy no one. (laughs) Because everybody's got something. Everybody's doing something and it's a good spirit to have. But let me give you another story because I'll get too distracted on that one. This one is another story I think that helps us to see it in a different way. Luke chapter 7 verses 1 to 10 are on the screen for you. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, He returned to Capernaum. During the time, a highly valued servant of a Roman soldier officer became sick and was near death. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent him some respect some respected Jewish elders to ask Him to come and to heal His servant. So the Jewish elders earnestly begged Jesus to come and help this Roman officer. If anyone deserves your help, he does. They said, for, the, for he loves the Jewish people and he has been favourable to us. He has even built a synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. But just before He arrived at the house, the centurion sent some more friends to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself. By coming to my home, for I am not worthy of such honour. I am not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am a man under authority and because of this, I have authority over my soldiers. I just need to say go and they will go or come and they will come. And if I say to my servants, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I have not seen faith like this in all Israel. And then when the friends of the centurion returned home, they found the servant was completely healed. So here's again, another interesting story. Now, again, for the sake of time, this guy, Roman officer, he is an oppressor. He is occupying these people's lands. He's representing an idea called Rome. It wasn't just geography, it was a a principle or it was a belief system. It was an idea of what it represented and what the Roman Empire. So again, many people from around these regions were becoming Roman, not because of their place of birth, but because of the idea of what it meant to be a citizen of Rome. Well, this soldier, we don't know much about him. We just know that he definitely got on with the people around him. We know that He built synagogues. We know that He respected the people. We know that He had a, a, and the ability to develop relationships and, and be able to add value to the communities He was a part of. We know that He had a favourite, He had a, a, a valued servant that was sick. And what happens is all that was in Him started to get outworked around Him. And we forget sometimes, if you want God to be working in your life, start working from the inside out. Because that's where honour starts, on the inside. It starts to impact the people around you. You're a person of honour, everyone around you is going to benefit. 
Now, God was a God of honour, but the people around him, they didn't benefit from the honour because they couldn't see beyond their own insecurities. So what did they do? They started to pull him down. They started to mock him. If you go to work and start to live honourably towards others because you know you're honourable, don't be surprised if jealousy, envy and, and negativity starts to have a go at you and try to pull you down, belittle you. Do you know how to overcome that? Because that's what happens when people who don't know what honour looks like, they have to pull you down to their level or they have to pull you down to where they are. So that's why God's people, we have to live life from the inside out. You've got to pull from the spirit that you've built, the spirit that you've received. And you've got to dig deep because it's the depth of the well that nourishes not just you, but your family, your friends and the community you coexist with. And that's why honour is a game changer. Oh, I want my world to be better. Well, I'm sure you do, but where's honour in this? It's not just politi politics and, 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 and legislation and economy that makes our world a better place. We've got politics, we've got legislation, we've got laws and we've got the rule of law and we've got a code of conduct, but we are still destroying each other at an alarming rate. But maybe the God story needs to come back in. And God's people need to know the difference and the game changer honour will bring to our societies. Oh, we don't mind the church being in the city, just don't want them to be too loud. We don't mind them being in the city, just don't take over the buildings. We don't mind them being in the city, just don't grow. We don't mind you being in the city, but just don't put your Easter posters anywhere. You know, this week, I was down at Alexander Platz and the two posters that we have put up over five years ago are still there. What's the two posters that we put up? Number one, your story is unfinished. Why do people keep that poster there? Because they want to know that their story's not finished. And the second poster was, you're gonna be okay. Why did they rip all the other posters down, but they kept them two posters there? I don't know, because it, it was a message to our city. It resonates with the people of this city. They wanna know their story's not finished and they wanna know they're gonna be okay. So it wasn't hard for us to do that. But what I'm trying to say is that, do we as followers of Jesus know what honour looks like? And I just think in this story, two different stories, two different outcomes. One was offended, lacked honour, the other one oozed honour. And this is what's crazy. That he, this Roman officer, he wasn't honouring uh, who Jesus was for himself. He was honouring Jesus for his servant. He was wanting something for someone else. But I want you to know today that you and I, we can receive from God for our family. We can receive from God for our friends. We can receive from God and will and want the best for the people in our world. So in other words, you can be the game changer for the things around you and you gotta start realising, how can I be a game changer in the society I live, in the world in which I'm in right now? Honour! You've got to honour God and let God be God in your life and through your life. He said, don't even come to my house. I don't even feel worthy. Just say the word and it will be done. He didn't just honour who He was. He honoured the word that He speaks. He honoured who He represented. He honoured at every possible angle. 
And what's his story? His story is that his servant that he loved was restored back to health. What is it we can get back in our society if we will just begin to realise the game changer called honour? The changes we want to see. He received from God because he had a spirit of honour. What is it you can receive from God for others if you will just make sure that you keep yourself honourable before God. Why is it important to honour God? Because you can keep receiving from Him. You know, when the honour stops, the receiving stops. When the thankfulness stops, so does the growing. And so you've got to ask yourself, we're in this community right now from all different backgrounds, but what's going to keep this diversity or this difference of backgrounds, what's going to keep us moving together in the same direction? A spirit of honour. There's more in this room that makes us into natural enemies than it does natural friends. Because we're from different cultures, different languages, different backgrounds. So why does this work? Because God works. But when we honour each other, we honour God. We're willing to think more of others. Not so much less of ourselves, but we're willing to lift others up because we're lifted. Imagine what starts to happen. The Spirit of God is at work. No government can get this working because God doesn't anoint the government. He anoints the church. But how can people from all walks of life coexist in harmony, moving in the same direction? Because we are honoured by God. And I realise there's so many things we could get. It's not just healing that we can receive. There's so many other things because God's not limited to just healing. Amen. What is it that God can bring? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Did I say it wrong? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is on earth. Ah, friggin'. Whatever's in heaven, bring it to earth. Paraphrase. As a team come up and join me. And uh, really just want you to at least consider what does honour look like in your life? Are you an honourable person? Do you feel honoured? Do you give honour? Are you a loyal person? Are you a person of faith? Are you trying to figure all of these things out? At the end of the day, just two stories, two different outcomes. And I feel like it's important that we make the choice that we're gonna be like the Roman centurion. In this story, he's considered an outsider. He's not Jewish and Jesus was a Jew and everything at that time in the narrative was related to Jewish people because that's where it starts. God was always wanting to be with people and he creates a nation through Abraham. And through this story, he's speaking to a much bigger story. Now today, it's not Jew or Gentile. It's not male or female. It's in Christ. That's the masterpiece of God's work amongst humanity. So what I need you to understand though, there's lots of things that honour gets outworked in our wisdom, in our work with others, in our life with others, in our body, in our finances, in our giving. What does honour look like in your finances? I mean, uh, Alberto already spoke about it, but would you honour the Lord with your giving? We can get to our future if more people would just honour the Lord with their giving. We can maintain with a few, but we can advance with much, much more. But when you honour the Lord with your finances, what are you doing? You're realising the importance of receiving. 
when you honor the Lord, He will make sure that you receive. And that's where faith is needed. But let me tell you, it will change the church. It will transform our church. It'll take us from where we are to where we need to be. But my prayer is it's not just for us as a church. It's for you as an individual. Joyce and I married 29 years. You can't get 29 years without honour. <laughs> learning, yes, but honour will keep you learning. I keep receiving from Joyce and Joyce keeps receiving from me because we learn to honour each other. But let me tell you 100% where that honour comes from first. I go to God and go, God, I need you to talk, talk to you about Joyce. And as straight as I say that, he says, that's fine, Mark, but I want to talk to you about you first. But then I found out a few years later when I told Joyce that, she said, that's so funny because I would go to God about you and God would start talking to me about me. And I was like, really, did God do that? He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh God, you're so awesome. You wanna know how you get to 29 years of marriage when you're two different people? God. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, what could church be if we would bring a whole new level of honour into the house of God? Honour the presence of God. Honour the house of God. Honour each other. Honour the Word of the Lord. Honour the Word that you're going to receive from. The reason a lot of people don't receive is because they don't honour. You want to receive? Honour. Honour what it is. Yes, you get value from honour. Where there's honour, there's values. But when you have a value for the Word of God, when you have an honour for the Word of God, it will feed you, it will nourish you, it will sustain you, it will be a blessing to you. But that's exactly the same with people. When we honour each other, we can be blessed by what's on each other's lives. So this is not just honour the pastor or honour the church. Or, it's honour each other. And that's why this month is about learning to really push through and say, how can we learn to honour each other? In other words, how can we keep receiving from each other? You're not going to receive from people you don't respect. But let me tell you what Christianity does first. It says you are respected, therefore you can respect. You are honoured, therefore you can honour. Amen. So I hope today there's enough in there for you to at least think about. But more importantly, it's how can you apply this? How can you live this? How can we as a community of followers of Jesus live this in work in every part of society? Because I tell you, with the help of the Holy Spirit, it is possible. But you've got to get the revelation. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. It's going to change everything. Amen. And I really believe that's what we're going for. Game changing faith game-changing community, game-changing people, game-changing believers, game-changing men, game-changing women, game-changing children, game-changing teachers, game-changing entrepreneurs, game-changing nurses, game-changing doctors, game-changing dancers. Yeah.